Gather around, friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I am your host, David. And I am your host, Philip. Welcome, (laughs) welcome to another episode of Pow Wow Podcast, where we hope to bring you a little little fun and excitement about what's to come. Uh, This is the last, maybe for a couple weeks, episode that we'll be recording through through Zencaster from afar because Philip what 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 you going to do what you going to do man even as this episode reaches your ears wherever you are mm. however you're listening i am already if you follow me on any social medias you should know that i'm in europe with you david yes. we will be by the time this has come out we i will have already been 5 days into uh yeah, england visiting england 3 days okay like yeah 3 4 days Three days in. By the time you're listening, if you're listening to this, we're already in a different country, probably. Yeah, both of us. Because you're just about. Yeah, you're you're listening to this the day it comes out, then maybe not. But yeah, we're we're we might already be in a second country. Because you're recording from the Netherlands, I'm recording from the United States, and we will be visiting. We, I say we, because you and me will both be there. Uh, We'll be visiting England, and we will be visiting Dublin. And then I will be visiting the Netherlands as I uh, am taking three weeks and I will be abroad. I will be sauntering abroad. That is me. Oh, it's delightful. Which broad? <laughs> ah, there we go. Uh, so uh, I'm very excited. It is my first. I've visited Mexico, which I feel like is the equivalent for you, David, of of probably Belgium. Visit, visiting. Yeah, Belgium, <laughs> where it's like, yeah, that's international. It's but like, it doesn't. Cool. <laughs> but but not especially where i've gone it's been yeah really especially touristy. especially from arizona because if you're going from like minnesota to mexico that's like oh okay Exotic. you've traveled yeah like you've, yeah you've gone a long way but no you've, you've gone from arizona basically is mexico north yes you know? I, I went to essentially la like where it's just a, it's just a, it's a commitment it's a but it's still a drive yeah so I'm excited. I, this is my first time international. I will be about three days into fish and chips. I'm sure. I am 100% sure I'm going to hate myself coming back from vacation because I'm going to gain so much pounds from all the n- delicious food I'm going to be trying and attempting while I'm there. David, we are bringing you this uh, bite-sized, uh, what is this, uh, episode uh, but we are going to be having a couple of preparations here that I need to know. I could think of nobody better on who to help me prep for international travel than you, yeah, my friend. Absolutely. You, you are you are a veteran of the international travel, both in in just visiting, both in moving, and everything uh, here in between. So, David, I have my passport. First time I've ever needed or even uh, required and gotten a passport. I've got a couple versions of it. What should I expect when flying international? I think the longest flight I've ever had is two flights, two connecting flights from Arizona to New York. That's about the longest flight that I've ever had. This is You've never I'm flown be going- direct from from Phoenix to New York. I think the closest I've ever gotten. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, you I'm, did. I dropped you off at the airport, and I'm pretty sure you were flying direct that time to New York. I might. I think I might. From LA, from LA to New York. Was I was going to say, I might have done an Arizona to LA to New York, which actually would be further. So, yeah, that's maybe a six I, hour flight. That's a chunky yeah. flight. Yeah. But this is, uh, I think I'm going from Atlanta, if I, if memory serves. I'm going to be taking a connecting flight to Atlanta, one of the international hubs, certainly here in, in the United yes, States. Yes, certainly. Yeah. Uh, to directly to England. David, 
What should I expect well, for such a Amsterdam. Lengthy... You'll be flying to Amsterdam. Or to Amsterdam. Thank you. Yeah, so you'll be flying to Atlanta from Phoenix, I guess. that That's a four-hour yeah, flight. I've, I've yeah, done, that's, done that's that pretty before. standard. And then from Atlanta to Amsterdam is about eight hours. Uh, eight, maybe eight and a half hours. So that's a, it's a fairly chunky flight. I mean, there are much longer flights, but but they, that's the kind of flight where you're packing a neck pillow, uh, you're planning, you, you're going to need to try to sleep maybe to to not totally F yourself with jet lag. Okay, so let me and... ask you, let me give you two, let me give you two questions, two main questions that I normally have mm. an answer to, but in this particular case, I need to know if I maybe need to over-accommodate. First of all, would you recommend staying up the entire night before so that way I can show I can assure myself that I will sleep either on at least the first flight, if not the second flight? No. Well, no. I guess you could. You could. It's hard. That is really tough. No, I, I, I don't think staying up the entire night. It's, it's challenging to do that. That, that maybe is a better approach. What a lot of people do is when they're going east, which is which is more challenging. So going west is easy because it's just like staying up eight hours later and sleeping in eight hours later. And yeah, the first couple of days are like a little difficult, but you get you get through it pretty quickly. But so what a lot of people do is so you fly, you leave in the early afternoon and you arrive in the morning. And and it, what a lot of people do, since that's a day flight. On your body clock, at least, that's a day flight. You stay up through the flight, so you don't sleep on the plane. And then when you arrive, it's morning, and you're tired as heck because it's late night now for you, and you want to go to bed. But it's morning where where you've arrived, and so you just stay up for that day, and you force yourself to wait until that night to sleep. So that's what most people will do. So really just, I mean, going going east sucks. There's no easy way around it. I mean, jet lag is... Is, is it, It's a mental thing, but it's real. All right, so it's the second question, David, which is going to be pivotal. We both know, everybody knows, how expensive it can be to either eat, God forbid, in an airport, or even worse, on an airplane. How much can I expect to stuff myself silly beforehand so that way I'm not hungry during the flight or in the airport. Okay. And secondly, I don't think I'm going to make it with on that second flight without getting something to eat. Is airplane food for something that long, is it worth it? Yeah, you know, honestly, airplane food has changed over the last 20 years. It's better now than it was. And on an eight-hour flight, on an eight-hour international, international flight, sorry, you will get a meal. I don't know that you're going to like whatever they serve you. <laughs> you're uh, pickier than I am. But it's better than it used to be. Airplane food used to be worse. I don't know if a lot of people remember that, but it definitely used to be worse. Airport food is perfectly fine. It's just pricier. That's the problem with airport food. Now, I think you can you can afford to buy some snacks at the airport. Don't stuff your bag full of snacks because it's a waste of, sp a waste of space. But but yeah, maybe maybe get some snacks at the airport. Uh, and and just when you get the meal on the plane. One or two meals, depending on how many you get. The nice thing about air, uh, a meal that you get on an airplane is usually there's like a hot thing with it's usually some kind of pasta or some kind of mashed potatoes with sausage and gravy. I don't know. So it's not usually that good, but the pasta, maybe pasta, that's pretty common, which is edible. And if you don't like that, then usually there's at least a bread roll with some butter that they give you that you can just at least fill yourself with. And there's maybe usually either salad or like a dessert maybe as well. But you find you something the there that you can eat, maybe some crackers. 
You've done this and before. Is it a menu up. or do they force you towards whatever Usually the, the you get plain two meal. or three options and okay. one of them will be vegan and halal or ve- vegetarian at least and maybe not vegan. Vegan I think you have to make a special request for. But like vegetarian or kosher whatever. And is it thrown in with the the ticket price or or is it um or Yeah, is it's it... included the meal will be included oh. with your ticket price. That is nice. A, what airline are you flying again? Delta. That's right. Delta. Yeah, Delta on any international flight Especially if it's no any international flight longer than six hours, five hours, something like that, they will give you at least one meal. So no worries, it's included with your ticket price. Well, I want to go back to the the jet lag thing. Please. What I would al- almost recommend you do is just take some melatonin. So even though it's the middle of the day for you when you get on the plane, take some melatonin, like maybe two, like a double dose. This is what I do. Maybe just proceed with caution. Melatonin is a natural hormone or whatever, a natural thingy. It's not dangerous, especially in reasonable quantities. But uh, take two, a double thing, a double tablet of um, of melatonin, and force yourself to at least sleep somewhat on on the on the plane, even though it's not a normal time for you to be sleeping. And then when you get there, you're at least a little bit rested for you to stay up for that whole day. That's my advice. So those are the two main ones. I've done a bit of traveling. Uh, I've, we've even done the podcast a couple times when I've, when I've traveled. My one biggest complaint that I've, and maybe it's as I've gotten older, I don't know if it's just become more prevalent or maybe it's because I've been going on lengthier and lengthier flights. But whenever I've had to sleep on an airplane, one, there is just no comfort to be found. But with that, I will wake up sore. I will like maneuver. I, I wake up and either I'm messing up my hair because I'm I've got my 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 whole head resting on the, on the whoever's uh, leaning back on the back of their head space. Um, there's, there's no good spot for it. Have you ever purchased and used a neck pillow and is it worth yeah. it? Yeah. I travel with one pretty much every time I, every time I fly, even if it's a short, well, short ish flight, I usually have a neck pillow with me. So my recommendations for sleeping on a plane are first of all, the melatonin, <laughs> <laughs> if you Big have a neck pillow this episode <laughs> if you have a neck pillow don't get one that's too chunky because then that just forces your your neck forward and then your head just flops forward anyway and it doesn't work so that's pointless so get one that's like a little softer that is more like form fits to your neck and head better and that way it, it just it supports you a little bit without like the one i have currently i need to replace the pillow that you get, if you get a pillow on your seat, which you usually do for longer flights, I don't know if you still do as much, depends on the airline and how cheap, cheap they are, but if you get a little pillow, don't use it for your head, use it for your lower back and it helps make the seat, so once you put the seat in recline position, it helps give you a little bit of extra recline and your head will flop less because you're leaning back more. Take off your shoes as well. That's oh. a big one. Like when If you're sleeping on a, play, if you're on a long flight, it's better for your like your shoes, your feet like swell up a bit. Take the shoes off. And obviously, if you need to go to the bathroom, put the shoes back on. That's disgusting. <laughs> but take your shoes off. You'll 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 feel less like pressure in your feet. Now, entertainment is another thing. The world I'm of so international glad we were, travel. We were about to get yeah. there. Yes. Okay, okay. The world of international travel has changed a lot because when I was little, there was I don't know if you ever experienced this, Phil, but there were TVs on planes even in the early 2000s. They Mm -hmm. were crappy. They were like tiny little LCD TVs and they sucked. And if you were on a window seat and the window was open, or if the guy behind you had his window open. The glare. 
the glare was, you just couldn't see anything, especially if it was a nighttime scene. So that sucked. And the other thing is that you would have to look in the little magazine in front of you. Kids, listen up, because this is crazy. You had to look in the little magazine in front of you, and it would say, like, oh, at 2 a.m. on this flight, on this night flight, at 2 a.m., they're going to be showing Ice Age. And this is Ice Age 1, guys. Ice Age 1 back in 2000. The Ice Age. Not even. (laughs) Yeah. Not. There's no dawn of anything or melting anything. This is just Ice Age. It would be on and you'd have to flip to channel three at 2 a.m. And that's when Ice Age would be on. So and you would watch it and there was no pausing or anything like that. So now we have everything on demand. All the TVs are LED and Delta has TVs on all their flights now, which is amazing. And everything's on demand. It's great. And they've got all these new movies. It's it's crazy. So is it necessary to download stuff? That's that was going to be my my question really to you. And, and I guess a discussion topic for the both of us, Phil, because I when I most recently went to London, I downloaded or and Munich and then London over the weekend. I've been doing a lot of traveling. I downloaded all the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, which I recommended to the listeners last ah, week. Very nice. Uh, I downloaded all those episodes and I, I was watching them. Because on KLM, so I flew KLM to London, there's no TVs. So on Delta Whoa! has TVs on all their flights. Right. On the short, on the smaller planes, KLM smaller planes, no TVs. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you got to have your own. I mean, the flight to London from Amsterdam is, is 45 minutes, 50 minutes, really. So it's you don't need anything. But I was just watching what I had downloaded. Like, are you going to be downloading stuff or are you just going to say like, hey, let's see what Delta's got for me? No, I'm de- I I do not trust anybody else's opinion for that. I <laughs> I will I will allow they the They might option. have some movies that are not out yet, huh? I'm I'm sure they I'm sure they will and I I will be glad for that. I'm not going to be downloading anything. No, okay. How do I put this? I will be downloading wide and far. I have a couple of anime things that I need to, which is great. Here's a hint. If ever at all you possibly can find a corner in your life that you could enjoy anime or manga, do that. Because the sheer volume that that provides you means that you will continuously and forevermore be entertained. Because I, I feel like I've dedicated almost, God, like like half a year to watching this anime that I, I like One Piece. You probably have heard of it. I know anybody who actually is deep into the culture is saying, oh, wow, what a newbie. Yes, I understand all this. But, but, but having dedicated like six months of straight watch time to it. I'm still only in like season two, David. I'm only wow. in season two. It is so much. There is so much volume and the show isn't even done. I started this out thinking, oh, surely with 11 seasons and honest, I want to say like almost 10,000 episodes, surely this thing's done. It's not. It's not. So that I will have a countless amount of, of entertainment there i'm going to be bringing a book uh, but i will allow myself open interpretation to finding something that is on that tv that i can watch and enjoy certainly uh and i will be bringing my own headphones i will be bringing an extra charger all that stuff do not fear powwow i will be prepared my question to you though david and i'm going to turn Mm. this and, and a return how does one address this have you ever been on a flight because I've been on this, and this has happened the past two times, and I I've, I for, keep forgetting to bring this on the podcast, but I needed to bring it up here. In preparation, maybe you have some, some sort of tip. How do you deal with having either downloaded or watching, I think it's worse whenever you watch on, a, on an airport, or excuse me, on an airplane's TV, because it's much more open. So you're sitting there, you're watching a movie, and let's even go with uh, something as, as innocent as, as any other film that you, that you want. 
And you're watching it, and all of a sudden, you're watching the film for the film's purpose, and there's a a sex scene. Mm -hmm. You're watching Game of Thrones because you're just trying to catch up, and then there's a you're, sex you're scene. You're not watching this on the on the airplane screen, I guess. Well, what happens? Some of those movies that they offer, David, they have yeah, an erroneous sex scene. Are, a lot of them are edited. I, I don't know that they do this as much now, but a lot of them are edited they certainly out. certainly used to, I, yes. There was a movie, a stupid movie, called Hall Pass with Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah. I watched that yeah. on the plane years ago. Anyway, there were scenes that, like, we were talking about it uh, at dinner some months after that, and with uh, family. This was, again, this is all years ago. And they were like, oh, that scene where so and such and such happens. And I was like, I didn't see that. That scene wasn't in the movie. And I realized I'd watched an, a cut version of it for the plane. A clean edited version. Yeah. Yeah. But not just like something that was released in theaters or something versus what's on the DVD, the uncut version on the DVD. No, I'm pretty sure this was specially cut for yeah. the airplane. Because you got kids sitting a row back, you know? I, yeah, absolutely. So what do you do? Do you, do you, do you, now, if, if I, I don't okay, know. So let's assume, because I think. Let it happen. I think, yeah, I think if it's on the airplane's TV, yeah. you have to let it happen. I mean, to, to try and cover it yeah. up. So that way you, 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 you only have the visage yeah. of your eyes with hands covering the, the screen. I actually would argue that that makes you look weirder. Than, yes. than having just let it be and just maybe yeah. look, giving the guilty look while looking around being like, oh, guys, I'm sorry. I, this is, I swear it's for no, the art. Just, oh, no, don't even do that. Just own it. Yeah. You just, just don't you just, just look straight ahead. Ignore it. Like if it's, okay. if they got a problem, that's their problem. But what I'll, if, what if it's, it's worse if you're on an aisle seat? Yes. What if though you own, like you're watching it on your phone, on your tablet, on your iPad, whatever it could possibly be. What if you're watching it through that device? Do you shield it? Do you skip? Do you go yeah, 10 seconds ahead? Maybe you shield it a bit. I don't know. Because I'll don't be honest, skip. for myself, yeah, because I was going to say, for myself, it is funny, isn't it? How we can all we can all go to the movies, and if that happens, we're nobody's really uncomfortable unless you right. unless you're with mom or dad or or you're with kids or like your kids specifically. That's the only time that I ever feel uncomfortable watching a sex scene where I'm like, okay. Otherwise, if I'm, I could be in a, an entire theater full of people, and that doesn't bother me at all because everybody knows what they signed up for. We're all collectively watching this. We all knew that we're we're sitting here watching this for for the story, for the for the art, what have you. If I'm there watching on my phone, anybody watch look, glances over and sees, you know, as as maybe I'm the nosy person. I look ahead two rows to the upward to the right scene. Oh, are they watching Zootopia? Oh, are they watching Cars? Whatever they're watching. But if I look up and see, oh wow, they're in the they're in deep, knee deep in Game of Thrones, and we're not in the final season. We're in like some 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 yeah, very early, uh, early bonds seasons. are forming. Yes, yeah. I don't judge, but I realize how that could look for others. I. I I'm a person who doesn't like to skip through anything really in a movie. I, I've never really skipped a scene. I've never really fast forwarded through yeah. gory parts. Very Much even integrity. like shied away. Yeah, it's for the integrity of what the film and what the artist and, and the powers yeah. that be that made the film wanted you to watch. And so I'm, I'm going to do that. However, I am tempted to just like turn over this to the screen, listen and, and hear it. Uh, is, is that something yeah, I should I'm do? I'm just going to say, I mean, at your own discretion, own it. Just watch it, watch it. Well, okay, it leads me into my 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 final question though. Is okay. what uh, what seat are you in? Are you in a window, an aisle, or middle I'm seat? Unsure. God forbid. I'm unsure at this time, but I think uh, knowing myself, if I had my option and my druthers, I would have picked. 
I would have picked window seat at all, if at all preference was available. If I had to pay extra right. for it, I think I'm at the mercy of the booking. But but if uh, if I'm available you're, you're, to, you're hoping for a window mm-hmm. seat or an aisle seat for sure. No, I think I was able to seat. pick. Middle seat uh, is the worst of both worlds. Yeah, I think I was able to pick because I think the way that the finances worked, I was able to. Uh, I paid extra for seat selection, and that also gave me an additional. Like I, I think in order to pay for um, a premium seat, I got a free luggage checked bag, upgrade, yeah, checked a free bag, checked yeah, bag, sure. but then it also gave me seat selection. So it worked out. It was like, oh, okay. Okay. Right. So if you chose window, I think window seats are great because great. I like to yeah. look out the window. Cream of the I like crop. to see all the things that are passing by. I know when I fly from, you won't get this, unfortunately, but when you fly from like Amsterdam to LA, the short, it's always the shortest route and the shortest route happens to be very far north. You go over Iceland and Greenland, and the sights are incredible. Wow. Uh, Now, you won't get that because you're flying from Atlanta to Amsterdam, which is much closer, and you won't go as far north. But still, a lot of ocean. Maybe I'll see you. Even when you're uh, taking off or approaching or even flying over over the land, if if you're over window, if you have a window seat, you can look at everything. And then, I mean, if you do have an aisle seat, that's great. At least you don't have to bother people to get up to pee. But window seat, window seat is where it's at for sure. And if you've got a window seat, then there's fewer people looking at what you're watching on your screen. Absolutely. So you really only, really, you're only shielding it from the person next to you and from the person right behind you through the gap between the seats there. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe if you just sort of lean across and like block that gap while the sex scene is happening and then just hope that the guy next to you is is a normal person. Uh, and not and not a and realize that you've been watching this weirdo. the entire time that it's not just the it's, you're not the the weirdo watching some uh some bounce wow just like straight in in an airplane that would right. be crazy right well that would be all right final final question that we've asked here before but it's always room for interpretation change and everything else David the situation arises the bathroom is a calling <laughs> what which which side. The front or the back, do you give the fellow passengers if they don't get out for you? Oh, okay. That's not what I thought you were going to ask. If they're, I mean, that doesn't really happen. I, I would climb over them. I mean, I would step onto the arm. There's no space to like wiggle through the, like by their feet. You have to climb over them. There's just not enough space. But I would give them the front, I guess. You give them the front. They get, they get the full, the, the button and the zipper of your pants. I guess I don't know. There's I mean, not a good gets answer. Up. Everyone gets up. I don't know. Well, here's the thing: if you're in the middle of the middle aisle for those international flights, they are bigger planes, so there's an entire middle section that exists yeah. that that local or sorry, continental uh, uh, flights don't usually have. So for an intercontinental international flight, there they have an entire middle section. If you're in the middle of that middle section. You're asking an entire like an entire half of a row to get up just for you to go to the no, bathroom. No, 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 no. If you're in the middle section, you only got to ask one person to get up. Oh, really? It's if you have a window seat. Because most planes are uh, this is getting real boring I think for the listener. Yeah, but sorry. Sorry I about think this, guys. You either so you usually you have 3 on each side and 4 in the middle if it's a really big oh. plane or sometimes you have 3 3 3. So if you're in the middle section, you're never more than one seat from the aisle. Okay. 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 Yeah. Whereas if you have a window seat, there's usually two people that you have to ask to get up. You know what is funny, David, is that I will probably be editing this very episode while sitting on an airplane. Oh, really? Yeah. You're going to edit on the plane? What? Uh, Well, full disclosure, 
why would I waste time that I can do anything else when, as opposed to the time that I'm, I'm have all the free time in the world. Yeah. I mean, the reality is I'll share this with the listeners as well is that I will have to work for some days while you're here. And I don't know if you were going to chill maybe in the bar that I work at. And, uh, well, I will have following episodes with which to edit during that time. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. We could not leave you without a little slappage. (laughs) We are slap happy. We are slappy, that's what we are. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back Uh, to to one final part of this particular episode. Before we get to an in-person full episode that we will normally have, and we'll have some novel ideas especially being abroad that we will be bringing to you but that is not this episode this episode is slapping and that is because of this week's episode um i will start us out here david i don't know if you know uh, or have an affinity for charlie puth but he came out with a new episode or sorry a new episode do, a new album yeah. uh, i loved his last album voice notes i hate that i loved it because i i'm I like to at least think of myself as something of a contrarian or unique whenever it comes to music taste, but I loved it. And uh, not having fully explored the new album, I am already a fan of one that that very well is, is popular and I'm sure hitting the charts already, but it's new to me, so I'm going to have to go with it. Uh, it's called Left and Right by Charlie Puth, uh, featuring Jungkook. I might be saying that incorrect from uh, BTS, but Jungkook uh, along with Charlie Puth, Left and Right, guys. That slaps. Yeah, my that slaps also a song this week, and it is well, Phil. When you're flying across the ocean, and you are approaching Amsterdam Airport in, in the plane, that is, I want you to look out the window. Hopefully, hopefully you have a window seat. I want you to look out the window. It'll be okay. morning, oh. and I want you to uh, gaze at that morning sky, and my and and the beautiful colors. Yes, yeah. my that slaps is called Color Morning. <laughs> it's spelled the British way, C-O-L-O-U-R, okay. Morning, by Night Riots. It's a good song. It slaps. Check it out. Dare I say this is the first time I've ever heard that wolf have a little bit of an English accent? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I dare say it might have, yes. And you're going to hear you're going to have to put up with my English accent when we're in the UK because I will definitely be switching up um, while I speak to all my British friends. It, well, yeah. So thank you so much for tuning into this abridged episode and uh, catching up with us this week. We'll have some some exciting content to come while Phil is in Europe with me. Woo! Uh, before we uh, before we get to that. Let's uh, thank a few special people. First of all, the Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music here on the show. Thank you guys so much. Thank you very much. <laughs> and thank you, Tara. No, sorry. That was awful. Wow. Thank you to, <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Tara Armstead's, uh, Josh Hans, and Ryan Ardell for their wonderful contributions to the show. Bravo and claps all around, people. All around. Thank you. Good show. Good show. Good show. Jolly good show. Yes, and thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in, and you better tune in in the next few weeks because there's definitely going to be some fun content, hopefully very interactive. We're going to be talking to some people, I have no doubt, and it should be very, very good, uh, good laughs coming 
your way. So thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to past episodes and future episodes. We've got a lot of fun stuff to do and say and laugh about. So recommend us to your friends. We're on Instagram at powwow underscore podcast. And we're just about everywhere you find podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just about anywhere except for Pandora because off Pandora. I dare say I'm all for fish and chips. But to have entirely raw salmon and chips, that bloke over there is going to be getting E. coli. What's that? Oh, he's a bear. Never mind.